Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. Welcome back to Going In Raw. We're going to try this again. Tried it once. We're going to try it again for the live crowd. On today's episode, we're talking WWE Raw. They're setting up some war games. Larson, do you think they can get William Regal to come? Maybe they can get a, a, a cameo from Adam Cole. I mean, it's more likely that Regal will make an appearance than Adam Cole. Adam Cole's under contract with another company. Unless they just go to the clip of him in NXT. You know, man, I think I think that we should just get rid of all contracts. Anybody can go wherever they want any given week. How about that? That'd make for some interesting wrestling television. <laughs> It'd be like everybody has the Sid contract. There you go. What's you Roman Reigns doing in the impact zone? Right, exactly. That'd be great. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw. It seems clear the setting up war games. Uh, but first, let's talk about this. WWE officially announced via ESPN. They first officially reported on it, even though Fightful Select had reported on it ages ago. So the ESPN's, this is old news, but it's official. It's official. WWE has signed Jade Cargill. Uh, and uh, here's what the statement actually reads. Uh, if I could pull it up. I got right it. WWE today no, announced it has signed Jade Cargill to a multi-year contract. The news first reported by ESPN Cargill. Stand-up performer who has earned accolades as an industry-renowned talent began training today at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando. Sure enough, WWE had a video of Jade walking into the Performance Center. Door closes behind her. What happened next? We don't know. Training? Paperwork? 
Yeah. Like the, the W-9, isn't that what the thing is? Something like That's that, That's what you yeah. do? You fill out like a W-9. Uh, and then, uh, you know, she, they're like, what's your social security number? She's like, oh, I got my card somewhere. Somewhere. Forgot it. Forgot it. So it's off now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, this is cool. Uh, Triple H had a statement on, uh, on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. He said this. A dominant athlete who's here to change the game. Uh, Join me in welcoming the newest WWE superstar, Jade Cargill, to the WWE universe. So let me ask you this. This is a silly huh. question. Does the number we'll talk about a couple things here. Uh, number one, does this the fact that they're making a big deal about this? Because this is this is they're making a big deal about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not the usual protocol when they sign somebody. No, they had. Uh, uh, it was reported last week that they had like uh, what trademarked or copyrighted or whatever uh, the name Jada Parker, which mm. a lot of people are thinking mm. this is going to be Jade Cargill's name. Does it is are they going to do a thing where they make a big deal about the name change or are they just it seems like they're just going with Jade Cargill? I hope they go with Jade Cargill because she's established the Jade Cargill brand under the name Jade Cargill. She is a champion. In an AEW undefeated for what sixty some matches, yeah, you know the the her entire run in AEW undefeated until that one opportunistic loss to to the Chris Stantlander, and and to change her name I think would be would be a, a foolish move on WWE's part, um, because it's established now. Back when a word when word was first getting out about her leaving AEW, maybe going to WWE. We talked extensively about where we would like to see her go, and I think we both thought it'd be great if she made a huge impact, main roster, huge debut. Um, now, I just said that this isn't usual protocol when they sign someone to an NXT contract or sign someone to go to NXT. They don't usually make the announcement. They don't have the press release. They don't have video of them going into into the performance center. Usually, word gets out and they sign somebody. They're sitting front row, either NXT show or takeover. Historically, that's how it used to go. Right. Um, now there's they're they're apparently getting this uh, breakout tournament happening coming up here soon. Seems pretty. I would imagine pretty clear if this breakout tournament happened shortly, Jay's going to win that. She's going to face Becky and probably take the title off. At least that's the hope. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, we got stream issues again, but we're, I'm just going to keep on going and I'll re-upload this. Yeah, whatever. we got to. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sort of like, I'm sort of of two minds on that, uh, to be honest with you. I feel like the breakout tournament kind of needs to be somebody for somebody to break out, like uh, uh, an underutilized name, perhaps, or somebody who's new to everybody. You know, coming from the indie ranks or something like that. Um, uh, I don't know what their philosophy is going to be. If they want NXT to be like its own big third brand, then yeah, that's probably a way to do it. Have her come in, immediately beat Becky Lynch, um, and then have her also come to main roster, which they're doing plenty of over on uh, on in, in, on main roster anyways. We saw Dragon Lee versus Don Mysterio with the North American title. Um so I think all that is I, I think that if they if they're going to focus so much more on NXT, 
then having her come in and be this dominant force in NXT, I think would probably boost their ratings for yeah. one thing. Yeah, I would think so. As long as we didn't, as long as she could have high profile feuds with high profile names like the Charlottes, the Baileys, the Becky Lynch's, uh, the Rhea Ripley's, all that. Um, I think that that would be fine if the idea is she's there to elevate the brand. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be fine. Um, but, uh, but I don't know. It remains to be seen, I guess. I guess we'll probably find out more, uh, this coming Saturday if she's going to be in the crowd, yeah. uh, at, at the, at the premium live event, because I don't know if they would put her there necessarily. Um, if, uh, I don't know, they would put her there if she was going to go straight to Maine and not do NXT, but there's so much more crossover between NXT and main roster. Now, anyways, I don't know that that would signal one thing or the other, to be honest with you. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's not a hard delineation. Like it used to be for years and years and years. It seems to be a lot more fluid. Um, mm -hmm. I'd be pretty surprised if she's not sitting in the crowd at Saturday at no mercy. Mm -hmm, yeah. And I, I, I get your point about the breakout tournament. Historically, that's been new signees who may not have had the national exposure that, Jade has had, um, but if you but the winner of the tournament gets a title opportunity, the title of their choice. It's the clearest path for her to get a title shot to take on Becky. You know the tournament could take what six weeks to happen. It gives Becky a longer run with it. She can defend it a few more times. She's going to probably beat Tiffany Stratton at this point at no mercy because she's got a title defense against Tegan Knox already booked. Mm -hmm. um, she'll beat Tegan Knox, maybe get a couple more wins, uh, title defenses in. Uh, Jade can beat her for the title whenever that that match happens. Maybe the the, the premium live event after No Mercy, mm -hmm. and then you take if you take the time to really tell an interesting story between Jade and Becky, and with the uh, uh, the eyeballs Becky is getting on NXT right now is another week last week of over eight hundred thousand viewers for the show. Yeah, right. Yeah, and you 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 angle Jade as the one poised to beat Becky. Well, the mm -hmm. hope is that, all right, you got 800,000 people watching the show. Plus, to see Becky, you introduce this new huge superstar in Jade mm -hmm. to feud with Becky. All right, maybe people will, will stick around after Becky leaves. Mm -hmm. I'd imagine yeah. that's the hope. Yeah. Um, the other negative I could see, and here's the thing. I think that I, I think they're clearly going to treat it like a million bucks. And mm -hmm. I, and at this point, I do have trust in that Triple H knows what he's doing. I mean, I do think that our conversation yesterday during the news brief about especially Boogs saying when Vince was removed, my career is dead. To me, that really does say that Vince's in, in his current role is allowing Triple H to go with his guys, with mm -hmm. Triple H guys. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, 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 I like what Triple H is doing right now with creative. And clearly, if they're spending a bunch of money on Jade Cargill, they're going to get the job done to make her look like a big deal. Yeah. And if that's an NXT, that's an NXT. If that's on main roster, that's on main roster. And I feel like, I mean, the only negative that I could think of there would be, and I don't know if this is a negative given what we see with Roman Reigns right now, is would there then be a ceiling for the women, the other women, I should say, in NXT? And does that matter? At that point, you take the you take the women's championship off the table for Thea Hale, Gigi Dolan, uh, J.C. Jane, uh, Cora Jade, everybody that's there then has a ceiling. Well, that's been that's this this I wouldn't be this wouldn't be the first time this happened. Happened with Oscar. Happened with Shayna Baszler. 
were both well. I know Shayna's yeah. title reign was broken down into two reigns, but both of them had long title reigns with that women's title, where it just seemed like all right, whoever's next in line to face them is just going to lose. They'll have a, a two month feud on the next contender. So there's precedent for that happening in NXT, especially with the women's title. With this situation, though, I wonder if it would be. I mean. Look, over the past year, there have been times, there's been multiple times when, as as crazy it is to say this, people thought Roman was going to lose. Mm-hmm. Going back to Clash of the Castle, Drew McIntyre, I had been convinced that he was going to, that, that Drew had a good chance well, of winning. Well, had a good chance. Win, I don't know about for sure. But I, did, like- I, I, think I, put, I think I put channel points on it, but that doesn't mean anything. Um, I thought that there was the possibility Drew could win. Yeah. I never thought it for Sammy, never thought it for Kevin Owens. I did think it for Cody at WrestleMania. I think a lot of people did. Yeah. Thought it for Cody at WrestleMania. I, think I don't think anybody thought it since then. Bit of Cody at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if it would be so difficult because the thing about Asuka during her reign, number one, it's not like her competition was all that great. Like the horsewoman had already left. Her the competition just was. I don't know. I don't remember. Bailey what was most still of her. there. Uh yeah, Bailey was on the cusp though. There was Bailey; she was not there for a long time. No, while Oscar was there. Like, but uh, Ember Moon was there, uh, and she was the closest. Yeah, she was the closest. Yeah. but beyond that, like they had to bring in Mickey James to challenge Oscar. Right. This is a situation where we would all, as fans, understand Jade ain't losing that title, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I think that compounds it a little bit more. Before it was like, oh, who might take it off Oscar? Now it's going to be like, should they introduce a mid-card title? Which I think they should. But should they introduce a mid-card title so that everybody else can actually fight for something? And NXT's really good at booking their stories. Yeah, that would be my retort is that NXT's pretty good at booking stories. People are involved outside of titles. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty good with that, so... Yeah. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. So I don't know. I mean, right now, everybody, everybody except for like the U.S. title in WWE and the women's championships because they're cursed. Now, literally in kayfabe, they're cursed. Oh, the tag titles. Um, Yeah, yeah. Those get passed around. But otherwise, Gunther's had a had a long reign. So it is sort of, the, I mean, the precedent you're speaking of isn't just what we saw in NXT before. It's across the board it's right now. Triple H's philosophy, yeah. But then people thought Gable might have a chance to beat Gunther. You know, as long as you can build people up so that it's like, okay, this person has a chance. And you do that through good storytelling. Mm-hmm. If they can accomplish that, then I guess having Jade be a dominant champion um would would work and here's the thing that i that i really want to see them do is have jade involved in all the stories that all the other women are getting involved in because aw never dies man there are some crazy takes on twitter larson let me tell you what and i saw one today that said it's laughable that anybody could think aw fumbled jade Cargill. i saw that i saw that yeah how do you not think that larson she had how many streak? How many wins in her streak? Sixty-two. Sixty-two. And who got the rub from that streak? Who really, truly, actually benefited from that streak? Who actually bested Jade Cargill at her top, at her best? Who got the big Jade Cargill rub? At her best, nobody. Because well. When Jay dropped the no, title, the nobody. When Jay dropped the title, it was it was Statlander saying, "I want to challenge you." After Jay had already had a match, it's an the opportunistic win. It's like a made the bank cash in. Does Statlander to you feel like, oh, she got that? She got the Jade rub. She got the rub. She got all the streak. She took no. No, 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 it was no. on a rampage where she beat her legit. Yeah. It was opportunistic on a pay-per-view when she got the, for the title back. Yeah. No, they fumbled Jade spectacular. With no build. There was no feud. There was no feud. How could you possibly think AEW didn't fumble what they had with Jade Cargill? Yep. They spectacularly fumbled it. Yeah, yeah. That's nuts to me. It is, it is. I mean, I, I... even going beyond that, so many of Jade's wins in AEW were two-minute squash matches. I know. They never gave only a handful of stories. Only a handful yeah. of stories yeah. that she was ever involved in. And you had that you had that the the homegrown talent story on a platter. Put her in which there. Which was a good story. Which was a good storyline. It was. You have you have the homegrown talents like face the steep odds. You know, you know, it's like they, they take a devastating loss to the outcasts. What do we do? And then they, they all look at each other and like, we got to talk to Jade. We got to bring Jade yeah. into this. She's undefeated. Yeah. I know. No one's be I able know. to beat her. If we have yeah. her on our side, then for sure we'll best the outcast. And so you get the story of them trying to recruit Jade, trying to bring Jade in to help them in their efforts against the outcast. And you have the outcast mm-hmm. maybe trying to get in, in Jade's ear. You don't want to get involved in this. It's none of your business. You got this, right. this, this winning streak you're on. You got this TBS champion. Just focus on that. We'll take care of our business. 
there's so many stories you could have told there, and they didn't do any of them. Not yeah. a single one. Yeah. DJ Fluffy, is that the name here? Says Jade losing like that was like Goldberg and the Cattle Project. Was. They fumbled Goldberg's streak. They did. You cannot You cannot claim otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when that happened. And Stat I like Statlander. I think she's a terrific wrestler, by the way. A terrific yeah. yeah. in-ring wrestler. Um, but I remember when that happened in the paper, you and I are both like, this is how they're doing it? I know. And now AEW fans going crazy. It was like, oh, Statlander's back, and she won the title. No, man. Nobody no. benefits from no. that. No, no. You had you had something special. You had once-in-a-generation uh, presentation with Jade Cargill, if nothing else. If nothing else, you've got that. Yeah. And they and they they absolutely fumbled it. You know. Oh. I'm not saying they, oh, I'm not saying they fumbled everything. AEW's had plenty of success stories. Look at MJF. Mm -hmm. Jade Cargill, that's a fumble. That was she used them fumble. for as developmental to get to WWE. And they that's on them. That's on that's on her. That's on them. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Anyways. Yep. You get you Let's get talk a about Monday Night Raw. I was say you oh, get sorry. a talent of, of Jade's magnitude. Someone with that much charisma and star power. And not only do you not capitalize on her talents while she's there, like she goes to the competition. She's gonna be a she's gonna be a megastar at WWE. I know. I know. Yep. Yep. Uh let's talk about War games. War games. It really isn't. It, it really is. They need to get. They have him there. You do. You do the regal war games. Um, Even if it's just the B roll. You use the old footage. So yeah, we keep on talking about war games because Judgment Day. Clearly, you got. Uh, I mean, they got to get some shit together. You got uh, yeah. uh, Priest, Finn, Dom, and now JD McDonough, who's still trying to weasel his way in Judgment Day. Priest, not too happy about that. Very um, unhappy. Right, um, because he got the he was on the tail. He was on the receiving end of like everybody just dunking on him. Yeah, and uh, and then of course he got Jay Cody, uh, Sammy, and Kevin Owens, mm -hmm. who lost their tag title rematch uh, last night in a very Attitude Era esque finish to Monday oh, yeah, Night yeah. Raw. It was a fun match with just people coming down. It was it was a fun match. It was a wildly fun uh, uh, booked finish with the brawl and everything. All it needed is AI Regal saying "War Games." I know, and uh, and but I suspect we're going to get that probably because Fastlane is in a week from Saturday, and then we got so the Saudi show early November. That. So we got another month and a half of uh, teasing and building to a four v four War Games match. Right. So basically, what has to happen is. To a much stronger degree, I think Jay Uso has to ingratiate himself to like the Cody and the Ke and the and the and the Kevin. I think and Kevin. The, well, more, basically, with, with, the, with the Kevin, with the Kevin, yeah, yeah not Cody. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then of course on the other side of things, JD McDonough is in a giant hole <laughs> with Damian Priest. Yeah, and uh, he's got to get himself there in in Judgment Day, and then we'll get our War Games match. It seems like that's probably the case. Although you know, Cody for what the third week in a row. Like he wants to talk about Jay Uso on Raw. It also seems like he wants to. He's trying to find a way to tell everybody that he's getting traded to SmackDown. He had a blue tie on last night. He did have a blue tie on. I noticed that. And uh, yeah, he's uh, he's trying he's, to find the right time and the right way to say, "Oh, by the way, I brought Jay here." Bye, everybody. You're all gonna have to deal with this. He's doing the politician thing where he said no new taxes, but. Uh, here's the thing. We Sorry, can't pay for this forced. stuff yeah. without new taxes. Yes. And, uh, and he's learning how to do that now. He's, you know, greasing the wheels, 
lubing him up so that he can he can let them all know as smoothly as possible. Slide right on through when it's time to go. Right, exactly. A gooey Cody Rhodes sliming yeah. his way to SmackDown. Yes. Um, so uh so yeah. And he know he he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. But oh, it yeah. seems like there might be somebody else in the waiting for Cody Rhodes, and that's heel Drew McIntyre. Uh <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I thought it was kind of damn funny that you have the Viking Raiders come out and basically murder Xavier Woods. Kofi King is like, oh, my God. And instead of Drew being like, hey, you know, that that's really violent. You, maybe I'll, I'll hang back. Nah, man. Bang. You're going to you're going to get distracted by that. I'm going to give you a Claymore. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then when uh, uh, Ivar comes to the ring to start attacking Kofi, Drew <laughs> looks down, kind of shrugs, walks off. I really wish TV would have captured that moment a bit more because they only we only got like one glimpse of Drew doing the shrug. I wanted to see a little bit more. But that sort of speaks to my point that I made a couple times over the past couple of weeks with the show is that I really like I really like that this is an organic heel turn for Drew McIntyre and it's not and we saw it since he got back, you know, we we've seen him become sort of disillusioned with what's going on in WWE and his role there. And now Kofi and Xavier, they're really, they're poking that bear. And Xavier, especially a couple of weeks ago, saying, you were a champion in front of a bunch of TV screens. You're jealous of Kofi. That was probably a bad move on his part because now the entirety of the New Day are getting, you know, beat up by Drew McIntyre. Yeah. And, uh, but it also seems that maybe Drew has a thing about Cody Rhodes. Talked about hard times last night. It was brought up in the Miz TV segment. Yeah. He just seems like he's in a grumpy mood. And uh, I don't know how this Cody Rhodes thing is going to square itself, but it seems like that's the direction they're headed. Yeah, it could be. I mean, it could be a, a variety of things. It could be Cody's the new guy. You know, I know he's not that new, but he's the new guy that you could make the case. Took Drew's spot mm -hmm, sure. as top baby face or number two baby face on Raw. Cody's the guy that brought Jay Uso to Raw. Drew has a serious bone to pick with that, mm -hmm. uh, and could confront Cody over that alone. Uh, it seems to be a, you know a myriad of, of issues that Drew could have towards Cody that could lead to them, you know, uh, engaging in fisticuffs at some juncture. They could, and I don't know if they would necessarily, but they could play off of the fact that they have similar career or had similar career yeah. trajectories yeah. you know they both left one got fired one requested his release and was released um made a bigger name for themselves outside wwe and then came back in a pretty spectacular fashion cody was cody came back at wrestlemania and was given everything drew could make the case i had to go through nxt it was a brief time yeah but i had to work my way back up i wasn't just welcome back with uh, with open arms yeah. i think there's probably other stuff that's more fertile they could use, but mm -hmm. um, that is something they could potentially reference. I don't like the bitter stuff, and I don't think the bitter stuff is really going to play well with Drew. I just like that Drew might have found that, you know what, to succeed, I need to not be, you know, playing frenzies with everybody. I got to go back to looking out for number one because I'm I'm nowhere right now, mm -hmm. and and I was champion, but I was champion in front of TV screens or in the empty performance center, and that sucks. Mm -hmm. um, and so, uh, and and I like this this version of Drew is menacing. Yeah, like it's it's kind of scary to see him in there these days, you know, as as a character, and the disregard for Kofi when he's just you know, oh man, my buddy's getting shanked out there. Yeah, 
And then Drew's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to claim more of your ass. And then you're probably going to get beat up too. Yeah, no, yeah. He, didn't, he didn't care about that either. Uh, we finally got another Nakamura-Seth Rollins bout. This one's happening at Fastlane. And it's going to be per Nakamura's request. Last man standing. Uh, Seth kind of realized he got got with all that after Nakamura stated that's what he wanted. But then he's like, when I'm uh, when I'm 100%, I'm the best in the world. At first, he seemed a little tore up about it, but he's like, whatever, I'll, I'm best, so I'm going to win anyway. So, I, mean, I think he's right. Nakamura, I don't think, stands much of a chance to win here, but the fact that it's a, a stipulation that means Nakamura is is free to do whatever he wants to do to destroy Seth's back, hopefully there's just more drama involved in the bout itself, which will you know Rollins is going to retain. He's not dropping that belt anytime soon. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it, it should be an interesting stipulation, but after Seth wins this, you got to assume that Nakamura's he's got he's got issues with Ricochet still, according to Ricochet. That mm. that's probably what's next for him. Yeah, that could be. I mean, Ricochet's a bit of a step down, but yeah, we'll we'll see what that. You know, man, all all it, it all it boils down to and we see this across the board, and that's why Raw is pretty enjoyable these days. It's just the stories are better. They do such a good job of of they they do triple h has done a spectacular job with his depth guys he really has when you think of where the viking raiders were like a year ago it was like oh, nobody yeah. gives a shit but when they do stuff like ivar and kofi have just a killer match last week and then this week when they just show like a, a new level of violence it's like okay we know the new day is going to come out of this on top we know that but they're doing a really good job just telling this story of a very simple rivalry mm-hmm um and and the 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 viking raiders really come off or ivar anyways comes off as a sincere threat to them and you you have to appreciate i think i think they're doing a really good job with that and shinsuke the same thing with him shinsuke is for seth rollins anyways he's a depth guy yeah but they're really putting effort into telling the damn story we know seth is going to come out on top but they're doing such a good job with it i wouldn't be surprised or I wouldn't be shocked, I'd put it that way. I wouldn't be shocked if Shinsuke won. I don't think he's going to, but they're making him come off as legit enough mm-hmm. to win, which is really all you can ask for. Yeah, yep, that's true. Yeah. Uh, also, it looks like Tommaso Ciampa, I guess they had contract signing, in fact, next week. He's uh, in line for uh, Take That L from Gunther next. Yeah, yeah, definitely seems like that's the case. And they're still sort of like hinting that gable could be in the mix with kaiser you know still coming after maxine dupree even yeah. though kaiser lost to to champa so it remains to be seen i think they'll, they'll probably try to keep gable pretty strong so maybe they can circle back around to him if they get the kind of reactions i think they want out of him yeah yeah that remains to be seen when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, we could jump into it. Raw kicks off as advertised with American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Oh, yeah. Steve was happy with how the show uh, started. Super happy. It's like, you know, imagine going to Walmart every week and Cody's greeting you. You're going to have a great Walmart experience. You know what I mean? It's going to be like the best. 
No, you don't think so? No, but I also don't shop at Walmart. It's like that time I was at Walmart and that dude had that fat ass in the basketball department. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for you to bring that up again. <laughs> I'm glad I popped you with that one. Yeah, I remember that. You made you made such a huge deal about that. I was waiting for that a reference did it, to that. He, he did his squats, man. I'm telling you, he did his squats. That's yeah, what I'm saying. squats are important. Do some squats. Do some split squats. Yeah, you get a fat ass. If you can yeah, do you work. You work those glutes. Yeah, you get a yeah, fat ass. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah totally. Anyways. So, anyways, he shows up. He says, "When did, welcome to Monday Night Raw." <laughs> he's he's Harvard. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was watching it all. <laughs> Uh, if you'll indulge me, I'm gonna turn my back on the camera. <laughs> Did you says, say goat? You go, I want everybody to see my fat ass. <laughs> yeah, there we go. He says, I've been interrupted two weeks in a row trying to broach this subject. Uh, subject being Jay Uso. So I'm gonna cut to the chase. I'm heading to SmackDown. No, no, no. Jay no, Uso's no. coming to Raw means that somebody uh, is gonna Perhaps be trapped individual with a blue tie on. Maybe. It's going over to Friday Night SmackDown. It also means a very disgruntled locker room. Lucky for me, I'm not going to have to deal with that. I'll be on SmackDown. He says, many people think, uh, even does the many people, many people think <laughs> I should have just let Jay sink. He says, that's not me. It's not me. You know, Jay Uso and I are not best friends. Perhaps there's other reasons I would want Jay Uso here. Something tells me we're not in the third inning anymore. That's a reference to Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman, yes. Saying that we're the bloodline stories in the third inning. He says, but I also know that I can't stand by and watch a man get jumped by three others for making the right decision. Turning down the Judgment Day. The Judgment Day is undoubtedly the most toxic faction in the history of where you can be your own. I forget the lyrics. It's Judgment Day. Your music hits. You get Finn, you got Priest, you get Dom, they come out. Yeah. So Finn says, Cody, Cody, Cody. Well, I always got to stick your nose in Judgment Day's business. The priest adds, yeah, Cody, last week we gave Jay the opportunity to join a real family, but you can't help yourself. He turned us down. He got dealt with, but you had to run in to save the day. Everything is always about Cody, right? And so Dom, of course, tries to talk, gets booed. Booed. He says, Cody, Jay is going to pay for disrespecting us, and it's all your fault. So Cody teases Dom a little bit, leans in, because he can't hear him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, that, that, that was rude of me. Dom, keep going. I'm sorry. And so, of course, Dom boo, tries to speak. More booze. So Cody interrupts. He says, you know what? You wanted to talk about being a real family, Dom. You got a real family, and they can't stand you. Uh, the bigger question, if the three of you want to come get it, I'm game. But let me ask you, all of you defending your championships tonight, what's going to happen when Mommy comes back? What happens when Rhea returns and you're all empty-handed? And Dom screams, keep Mommy's name out of your mouth. That was an awesome, by the way. And the crowd gasped when he said, when he mentioned Mommy. That was that was a great thing because it's like your leader is going to come. It's almost like Roman Reigns. It's like, yeah, what no. are you going to do if you fuck up and Roman comes back? What is he going to say? And the and same the same him. respect exactly. he's given to Rhea Ripley here. It's really great. Exactly, it's great. So um, then Judgment Day throws the mic down. They get on the apron. Jay Uso runs in through the crowd. So now it's 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 three on three. Sorry, two on three. Can't do math. So Judgment Day is down there doing the math. And they're like, all right, we can still attack him. So they get in there. Sammy and Kevin run down to get in the ring so judgment day is like well i'm back we're backing off no fight now but as they back up the ramp jd comes down with two chairs he Mm -hmm. hands one to finn and he and finn go towards the ring and dom and priest look at each other and shrug and so dom goes down there and priest is like i don't want anything to do with this so he he's slow to get down there by the time he does everybody else in judgment day has gotten beaten up and he's standing there with cody with kevin owens with sammy and jay uso all circling him Mm-hmm. So he gets wrecked by everybody. 
Uh, it all leads to a chair shot from Cody. Priest rolls out of the ring. Needless to say, he's a little upset about this situation. You know, I do love it, though, and, and Chris Garrix, who does our notes here, has a perfectly right. When he's in there and he sees all four of them, he just accepts what's going to happen. He, he, he sort yeah. of puffs his chest out, and he makes a move, and they yeah. all pounce on him. But I lo- that one little moment, I, I, I like that stuff a lot. It is. It is. It's, it's these little subtle character details that, that add up and are important. It matters. All that shit matters. It really does. you got to let these characters breathe and be themselves. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so after that, uh, we've got Bronson Reed versus Otis. Uh, this is good stuff, man. Just two oh, big giant fellas, big meaty men slapping me. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's good shit, dude. That's good shit. Belongs in a, in a basketball area of Walmart. Um, so, uh, so yeah, Bronson Reed ends up getting the win here. So Reed, uh, uh, Otis gets in a couple of clubbing blows and a stiff back elbow. Otis rolls to avoid a clothesline. Hits a discus lariat and a modified angle slam. Gets a splash in the corner, and then uh, Reed drops down. Otis takes off the shirt. Oh, yeah! Caterpillar time. He connects. Heads up for a Vader bomb, but Reed misses that. Oh, I'm sorry, but he misses that. Reed gets out of the way. Yeah. Then Reed hits a running senton and heads up top. Big tsunami to get the win, and then he just stares in the cameras like, oh, I'm the big man here. Yeah, crowd was super into this. Mm-hmm. Super into this. Good crowd last night on Raw. Yeah, no, it was a really good crowd. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, there might be some redundancies on Raw, but the crowd just likes all the characters, and they're going to respond to them. Like, exactly. Dom, boy, Dom had a hell of a match last night against Dragon Yeah, he Dragon did. Lee. That match Dragon Lee was great. Uh, so we're backstage. Becky's there with Tegan Knox. Uh, Becky says, there she is, but where she wasn't the, but where she wasn't was last week. When I made the open challenge, I expected someone like you to answer it. Saw you at the curtain with the look in your eyes. Why did you come out? And Tegan says, well, Natty was there too, and she's the veteran, so I stepped aside. And Becky's like, no, no, can't do that. No, no. You got to step on some toes, claim your worth. She says, I have a huge match, no mercy, Saturday. And I want you next in line after I win. And Tegan's like, all right, cool. Yeah. So uh, Champa's music hits, he comes down. Uh, and But before that, uh, we got uh, – Oh, sorry. No, he already did. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So now, yeah, we're, we're with Pierce. Sorry, we're just talking about Tegan Knox. Um, so Tegan comes in. She's like, uh, I know Becky has an NXT title match on Saturday. Can I get uh, next? Can I get the winner of that? Then Natalia comes in. She's like, oh, man, it's great. You're finally standing up for yourself and asking for a title match. Why don't you ask for my rematch against Becky? And Tegan's like, look, man, I got a lot of respect for you. You had your chance. You lost. Step aside. Let somebody new have a chance. Natty says, clearly somebody's been in your ear, and I'd be wary of that. The greatest trick of a champion is to distract her hungry challengers. You're saying I don't have passion? Say it in my face. And Tegan knocks like, fuck you, man, and they start arguing. And then Pierce interjects and says, ladies, please, calm it down. The last thing I want to do is hand out opportunities. Go to the ring, find out who gets one. But they can't go to the ring yet because we got Ludwig Kaiser yes. and Tommaso Ciampa. Correct. And, uh, man, Vinny Vici can't get out of his own way, man. What no. the hell? no. Not at all, because yeah, down towards the finish, Kaiser hits an Gary and covers Champa, but the ref is checking on Vinci. He's mm-hmm. down. Because mm-hmm. he got involved. Yep. Foolish. So he can't Big count dummy. the pinfall anyways. Kaiser stands up, and he's pissed, and he, he boots Vinci out of the ring. Yeesh. Just pushes him out with his feet. Turns around right into a knee from Champa. Uh, Champa gets the win. 
uh, things ain't going too well on Imperium outside of Gunther being the most dominant uh, Intercontinental Champion of all time. Mm-hmm. Every other yeah. aspect of Imperium's a goddamn mess. Oh, it's an absolute cluster, yeah. Uh, so Gunther's so- backstage. He's watching. He's screaming because Champa won. And Champa looks at the camera and says, sign the damn contract. He wants that title shot. Yeah, man. I mean, beating Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci, there really should be like more of a test to get an intercontinental shot because I agree. They're not that great. No. No. I mean Kaiser is winning a few matches, but Vinci They were is, giving him a little push, but like yeah, Vinci's, Vinci's completely complete totally hapless at this juncture. He needs to go back to his like rich guy model. He gimmick. needs Vittoria. Uh, after that, we had uh, 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 Natalia versus Tegan Knox, and uh, Becky Lynch comes down to watch the match, do some commentary. Does she do commentary? She just watched the match. I think she did commentary. Yeah, she's on commentary she? with she. Yeah, she was on commentary. Uh, anyways, Natty goes for a sharpshooter. Uh, Tegan trips her into the ropes, get a shiniest wizard out of nowhere to get the win for Tegan Knox. Um, that's good. I hope she gets a little push, man. Remember, like, Triple H seemed to be really high on Tegan Knox. Yeah. And I, I think I think she's really good. Back-to-back, back, just awful knee injuries. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, it's, it'd, be, it'd be good to see her because she's been on main roster for a while. Mm-hmm, yeah. Got released, came back. Um, and, you know, basically her whole tenure on, on main rosters, they never really did a whole lot with her. So Nope. Nope. It'd be good really to, to, to see her utilized because she's really good. Yeah. So we're backstage. There's Finn. There's JD. There's Dom. They're arguing. Then Priest storms in, and this gets right in JD's face. And JD was like, "Look, it was four on one." And Priest says, "Shut up. Enough. I don't care who you're friends with. You aren't in the Judgment Day. You're never gonna be in Judgment Day." And he curses at him. He starts yelling at him in Spanish and says, "Get out." Mm-hmm. And so JD lowers his head and says, "Okay," and he leaves. Yeah. After Priest like headbutts him, basically, screams now. And so uh, Priest turns to Dom and Finn and walks out. Dom and Finn both are like, oh, gosh. Uh, like, Finn looks – I love when Dom does it. Finn looks over at Dom and he goes, like, yeah. I am not – don't look at me. I yeah. haven't – this is just – I'm doing my thing, man, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so after that, uh, Seth Rollins introduces uh, Monday Night Raw to the audience who – They've been sitting there for an hour. <laughs> so this is kind of long – uh, and, uh, so he says, uh, you know, he, he, he does a spiel and, uh, he says, Shinsuke for weeks, I've called you out, asked you for your rematch. You've ducked me, duck, dodge, duck, dodge. And then he says, the time for games is over right here, right now. We're getting an answer. If you don't accept my challenge for rematch, I'm pulling the opportunity. We're moving on. He says, there's a million capable and willing talents in that locker room. I want to fight. So Shinsuke, this is your last chance. The floor is yours. Deal or no Shinsuke. deal. Deal or no deal. Uh, so Shinsuke shows up in another video package, and he says, Seth, name the time, name the place. He says, you have so many demands. He says, no wonder your body fails you. I want nothing more than be the straw that finally breaks your back, mangles you until there's nothing left but dust. He says, but I have restraint. Your stamina is admirable, but you have no patience, only impulse. I dealt the hand, and you showed me all your cards. I have yet to show you mine. Let me make it clear. A match so brutal, so barbaric, you never walk again. A conclusion so humiliating, your daughter will be too ashamed to look at you. He says, this is your last chance to fight. Last chance to hear your song. Last chance to be called champion. I will stand tall while you never stand again. I accept your challenge. Seth Rollins ends at Fastlane. Last man standing. 
It's really cool promo. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. Really well done. Really well done. So Seth like slowly takes his, his glasses off and he's like, oh, shit. I, I, I yeah. fucked up. Ugh. And he goes, last yeah. man standing, huh? No pins, no submissions. This is a straight up fight until one of us can't answer the 10 count. Two men walk in. Only one walks away. I got to admit, I think Nakamura played this perfectly. Got the match he wanted on his terms. Played it perfectly. But he made one crucial mistake. He thinks my broken back is a weakness. He thinks he'll exploit that weakness and beat me so badly my daughter will be ashamed to look at me. This back isn't a weakness. No, for me, it's a strength. The only way my family will be ashamed of me is if I don't give it every single thing I've got. They know I love them, but they also know I love this. So uh, you think I don't know every time I step in this ring, maybe the last time I do it? Think I'm going to give anything less than 100% knowing it could be my last match? My 100% makes me the best in the world. My 100% makes me the world heavyweight champion. Do you want to get crazy? Seth versus Shinsuke Nakamura, last man standing. You got it right. Only one of us is walking out of there. And it's not going to be you. It's going to be Seth freaking Rollins. Yep. Yep. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, after that, uh, Jackie's backstage with Ricochet. He's got some, he's, he's rocking some crutches. She's like, uh, when are you going to come back? And he's like, I don't know. Uh, he says, I'm here, I'm, I'm here, <laughs> but I'm in crutches. I don't know. He's, I don't know. He says, I can speak to the people who support me and guarantee them I will return. It'll take more than this to keep me down. Let me make one thing clear. It doesn't matter who wins last man standing at Fastlane. Whether he walks out champion or not, I have unfinished business with Shinsuke Nakamura. It's like fool, he's gonna wreck you again. You better, yeah, you better watch out who you're picking fights with. <laughs> I, know, I know. This is leveled up, Shinsuke Ricochet. I know, I know. Uh, then we had the uh, NXT North American title match: Dom Mysterio Ooh. taking on Dragon Lee. Boy, uh, a star-making performance for Dragon Lee here on Monday Night Raw. My good, and hey, you know, man, this whole run with Judgment Day for Dominic has been like, okay, let's see what he can do in the ring. Let's develop. Man, I, mean, I know Dragon Lee is like a top-level guy. So that helps things. Yeah. But man, Dom kept up with him. Definitely. I thought this was probably Dom's best oh, match. Yeah. I think so. I think know? without a doubt. Um, it was stuff. it was really, really good. Finish saw Dragon Lee hit a Liger bomb for a two. Uh, so Lee heads up to the top rope, but Dom uh, cuts him off. He heads up too, but like Lee catches him and hits a double stomp in the corner. Um, and then Lee ends up getting uh, crotched over the top rope by Dom. Dom heads up top, hits the frog splash to get the win. A clean win for Dom is pretty huge over uh, a talent caliber of Dragon Lee. No, I know. I know. I mean, he's huge. an NXT guy, so he should win. But uh, I'm glad they didn't just – I'm glad they're just not having Dom. Like, no matter who it is, Dom yeah. just wins, you know, through Judgment Day shenanigans. This was a good win for him. Uh, and, you know, I like – you got to pepper in some clean wins to kind of ha half legitimize the guy having the title, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. So I like that. I thought it was awesome. It was. So then we're backstage. Jackie's interviewing Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. She asks, hey, about what happened earlier tonight with hey. Cody and Jay. Kevin Owens says, earlier certainly was not about helping Jay Uso. All Jay did prove last week is that he wasn't with Judgment Day. Tonight, though, is about getting her hands on Judgment Day. And Sammy agrees and says this isn't about Jay or Cody even. It has nothing to do with Judgment Day either. It has to do with two guys who started doing this as kids together. Two guys who started at the bottom and worked their way up year in and year out to finally make it to the top and win the tag titles of WrestleMania. Main event, no less. Together. This is about us taking back what's ours. Kevin Owens says, I'm sick of talking. Let's go punch their stupid faces. Did Kevin Owens seem... He like didn't seem Sammy's terribly all... moved by much of what it, Sammy was saying. He just stood there. Okay. And I don't know if that's like so just his thing, you know, because it could just be his thing. 
But like, it's very noticeable when Sammy is just at an eleven. Yeah, he's got this Kevin Owens over here. About we, this, this is about us doing this together, and Kevin Owens just doing this. And he sort of like glances at him every once in a while. I don't know, man. I feel good about Judgment Day's chances of war games. I know it's like two months away, but still, like, yeah, I kind of feel like Judgment Day is going to get that win because this Team Cody business, it's kind of a mess. It is. Uh, Especially so, if Cody's like, uh, by the way, war games, last match on Raw after this. I'm going to the other brand. <laughs> I'm going to those other guys. I'm going to the <laughs> other brand. Uh, so Jade Cargill said some stuff about signing with WWE. Oh, cool. They, yeah, w, they've been they've been putting out pictures of her at the Performance Center doing stuff, looking cool. Uh, she said, it feels great. I feel like I was just in preparation for the grand stage. I felt like this was always the mission. I felt like the shoe fit. I felt like this was going to happen. Honestly, this is all expected, so I'm excited to be here. She said, I was in developmental. They're in AEW. Stepping stone. She was like, I was in the secondary promotion. Now I'm in the primary promotion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Oh, that's good. Uh, so Michael Cole has an interview with Nia Jax in the ring. Nia comes to the ring. Why did they change her theme song? Her old theme was great. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. You know, this isn't to me. This isn't as devastating as when they changed Oscar's theme. Oscar's no, it's theme not. So it's good. not. But Nia's was catchy, and they they kept some of the same lyrical uh, themes. I can't the stand one. when they do that. By the way, I know. I can't stand. I know. When they like, did. just give us all new song. Like Oscar's theme is like da 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 da. I know. It's the killer tracks I was like, what? Where? No, say. I know. I know. Oh. So, anyways, so uh, uh, Michael Cole's asking why she's targeting everybody. Nia says, Targeted. "Sorry, I wasn't paying attention to you. I'm Nia Jax, baddest human in all of WWE. They thought it was gonna be Rhea Ripley, the most dominant champion, uh, male or female. I squashed her. They thought it was gonna be Shayna, squashed her too. Zoe, Raquel, Piper, Chelsea, all squashed. But anyone in here with me, and I'll squash them. You know why, Michael? Because I am Nia Jax, the baddest human. Since Zoe Stark interrupts, she comes to the ring." She gets right in Nia's face. She says, you squashed me. Congratulations, but you did it. My back was turned. I dare you to do something right here, right now, face to face. Come on, Nia. Come on. Do it, Nia. Come on. Come on. Do come on. I'll get you. I'll get you. I'll get you. Do it. This was great for Zoe. It was to the point. Oh, this is she awesome. Came yeah. here. It was effective. It was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Too bad she lost, though. Zoe, that is clear. Yeah. next. I mean, you know. A good moment for her. It was a great you know, moment for her. Yeah, standing up to story. Naya. Yeah. The story never ends. You know, you gotta you gotta build your way up there. You can't just immediately be a badass. You gotta you gotta take your lumps. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And this is certainly a lump here for uh, for Zoe Stark. Uh, yeah. She hits a Naya Jax hits a bonsai drop to get the win here. Annihilator over. is what she's calling it. Oh, that's right. Annihilator. Annihilator. That's a good, that's a good name. That's a good, good name. pun. It's got a good pun there. Annihilator. Annihilator. Yeah. Right. Anyways, uh, after that, Byron's backstage. Go get you. Uh, as he, he Byron's got a great suit on last night. Oh, too. spectacular like, suit. Or blue. It's like some pink, cool pattern time. Anyways, uh, he's got a uh, Jay Uso there with him, and he's like, "Hey Jay, why didn't you join Judgment Day? Could have been Judgment Jay." And uh, Jay's like, "Man, no group, Saxon. He says I ain't joining no emo bands, no groups, especially not Judgment Day. Cody took a chance on me, so I ain't gonna do him like that." Seeing how Judgment Day roll every week, that ain't my kind of people, Sax. 
you know what time it is. And Byron's like, uh, what about uh, Kevin Owens and Sammy? He's like, Owens, if we have beef, it is what it is. Sammy's still my dog. If Judgment Day try those little moves and try something, I'm going to keep my eyes on him real close tonight. Oops. I like how Jay all these backstage promos he's always. This guy is just eyes on the back of his head, man. He's like, the fuck? What? You? Huh? 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 Next, we got Miz TV. At least Drew McIntyre's on uh, with him. Before that, though, Finn's backstage. Dom's there. He's icing his head because he took that corner drop kick that Dragon Lee hit him with. Oh, my God. Yeah. Looks like uh, Dragon Lee's been getting some pointers from uh, some of his brother Roosh about how to do those corner drop kicks, huh? <laughs> yeah, lay it in thick, man. Yeah, the bull's horn. So, uh, anyways, Finn's like, hey, good job. And Dom asks where Damien is, and Finn says, hell, he went to cool off. And so Finn says to Dom, hey, we still have a lot to take care of tonight. Ice that head of yours. He's already got like a lump poking up there. Yeah. Then we got Miz TV. Of course, Miz does his usual spiel. He introduces Drew. Drew comes to the ring. And Miz says, I know you got a lot of pent up frustration, so take that out on Kofi tonight. But I want to know is that, is this, this is, I want you to know this is a judgment free zone. You can speak freely. And Drew just says, You actually have any questions? Miz says, Let me explain. I'm on your side. I commend you for throwing Jade to the wolves. Would have done the same thing. You want a question? Why would uh, you, why would a bold Scottish warrior leave Jay Uso to be beaten down by judgment day? And Drew says, I want to make one thing clear. Absolutely nothing like you. And Miz goes, We're a lot alike. People did expect you to abandon, abandon Jay, but you did, and that's a very Miz move also. We both know we've been the backbone of this company, work harder inside, outside the ring than anybody else, and we've become champion only to lose it. You were uh, the unwavering, unbeatable WWE champion, Drew McIntyre, then you weren't. Then you got a chance of a lifetime to clash the castle in front of your people. To win it all again, what happens? Bloodline happens. Who was front and center that beat you down? Jay Uso. So mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say you don't trust Jay Uso because Jay also always does what's best for Jay. So when Judgment Day put the boots to him, and Drew just interrupts his karma's a bitch. Miz goes exactly. Jay made his bed last week, and now he has to line it. You know what? You're the Batman at WWE. I guess that makes Cody Rhodes Superman. Speaking of which, how did it feel to be upstaged by Cody last week before he answered? Yeah. New day. It's a new day. Yes, it is. So Kofi says, uh, Drewski, big Drew McIntyre. We didn't know you were cold-blooded like that. The Drew we know is not a coward like you showed us last week. And Woods is like, for real. For years, we've been calling you Big D. But as last week, it looks like a little bit of shrinkage on your end. What's wrong, Drew? That sword you got acting like a little limp to get the job done? And then Miz screams, Big D and Massive Miz were having a conversation. And Drew's like, shut up, Miz. You expect Drew to save the day like always. He says, I know you two uh, were back there. Did you come out? No. Multiple people did nothing. The one guy who did come out, Cody, he wasn't out. He wasn't doing it out of the goodness of his heart. It's his mess, Jay's here, and he wants to clean it up. Tonight, all I see is the actions of a hypocrite. Kofi says, Drew, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. He says, you should have helped Jay. And then Miz goes to talk to Drew, and Drew stops him. He's like, uh, he's like you remember all those beatdowns? Do you remember what Roman Reigns did to you two? You just forgive and forget? He doesn't have to earn the trust. Uh, and then Kofi says, no, Drew, remember it. Probably as clear as anyone. But uh, he says, that was not the time. He says, he's here trying to make it right. And Miz says, oh, come on, trying to make it right. And Drew says, shut up, Miz. You want to call me a coward after everything Jay did to you? You never stepped to him one time. Kofi says, we've been watching you. As sure as the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, Drew McIntyre is always going to do what's right. And we always respect you for it. And then uh, uh, Drew tells Miz to shut up again. 
and uh, a bunch of shut up Miz chants, and Miz starts talking again, and then Drew just hits him with a Glasgow kiss. Yeah. So Miz is out of it. <laughs> Miz, is, Miz is selling up. It was hilarious. Yeah, it was. He was on the ground. It looked like one of those I fall and I can't get up commercials. Uh, so anyways, he says, I think the, talking, the time for talking is over. Kofi, get in here. You find out what our times are all about. Hard times. He mentions hard arm times. times. The hard Cody times. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyways, they start setting that match up. We go to commercial, and then we come back, and uh, we got Alpha Academy. And uh, Gable's like, you have nothing to be ashamed of. He's a load like you. He says, we'll get the tape and see what went wrong. And then Kaiser walks up. He says, Madame Maxine, that is exactly what I've been talking about. Take a look at you guys and take a look at us. We hold ourselves to a higher standard while your boys are celebrating losses. This fool rolls up after he took an L. I know. And his faction are clowns with the exception of Gunther. I know. So Maxine's like, how can you speak so many languages and not comprehend what go away means? And the Gable shooshes Kaiser and says, you lost. So I assume you're on your way to see boss man Gunther and get browbeat like always. He says, but give him a message. I still have my eyes locked on that IC title. I'm going to suplex my way into another match. Take it from him. He says, remember when you tell him it's coming from Master Gable. Make sure you put your ba- some bass in your voice too. Uh, and then he says, a dunkashay. A dunkashay. Which means, I thank you. Thank you very much, yes. And then we got Kofi versus Drew. This match was tons of fun. Oh, man, this is a blast. Uh, Kofi dropping a Famouser. Shout yeah, out to cool. Dolph. Shout out to Dolph. Not enough to get the win, though. So uh, Kofi hits Drew with an SOS. Drew kicks out and hits uh, Kofi with the headbutt. And then Ivar runs down and just wrecks Xavier Woods, does the splash into the barricade. Woods is against that. So Kofi notices, but then Drew hits him with the Claymore to get the win. Yeah, man. No regrets. No there turnaround. Whatsoever. So they, Ivar gets right in the ring after the match and starts attacking Kofi. Drew's like, it's not my problem. Leaves. Yeah. And then yeah. Ivar hits a massive moonsault on Kofi. You know, man, here's the thing doing the right thing is fine, but if it just leads to you losing all the time, <laughs> give me doing the wrong thing, man. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Steve, Gotta confirmed get- coward. <laughs> uh, so anyways after that Gunther uh, screaming at Vinci as Kaiser walks up and Gunther screams he says, I did not expect much today but it was ridiculous what happened out there Kaiser says I would have won if it wasn't for Vinci and Gunther says since you already know exactly how Gio messed up from now on he's your responsibility if you mess up we have an issue if he messes up we have an issue I'm going to take care of my responsibility being the greatest intercontinental championship of all time and beating Tommaso Ciampa myself. Damn. Yeah, he's mad. Mad Gunther, not Angry smiling Gunther. Gunther. No, no. He's Kevin Owens in the room to smile. Yep. Uh, then Ivar and Valhalla are backstage. Byron uh, asks, hey, what happened out there? And Ivar says, New Day took Eric out of the fight. And then Valhalla says, an eye for an eye. And they walk off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And then we had our main event. I'm more Jade comments here. Ah, I want to create a legacy. I want to be in the Hall of Fame. I want to wrestle with the best women in the world. There's no grander stage than this stage. The opportunities are endless for this company. It's a no-brainer. It was very welcoming. I didn't have any second thoughts about it at all. It was easy. Tony Khan is a really bad owner. Wow, I can't believe she said that. Wow. She did not. That was me at the end. That was a joke. The rest was her. Yeah. Anyways. It's just all jokes, people. Just relax, okay? It's all jokes. 
anyways, after that, we had uh, our main event. My God, this seems like a really long Raw. It, it was. was a fun Raw, though. It was a fun, fun Raw. They got a lot in. They got a lot in. This main event they was got like a almost lot 20 minutes. Yeah, it was. It Nearly was. 20 minutes. It was a lot of fun. Of course, we got uh, interference from Dom. Uh, from uh, JD get involved too? Yeah, I thought JD get involved. Maybe. Oh, everybody. Everybody. Yeah, there he is. Match, okay, yeah. so Cody was there. Jay was there. So, uh, Priest is looking for a razor's edge on Sammy. Um, instead, Sammy escapes, sends Priest to the ring post, and then Sammy hits blue thunder bomb to get a two. Finn breaks up the pin. So Owens and Balor, uh, start punching each other. Dom hits Sammy, and Priest covers him for a two. Uh, ref is arguing with Dom. Jay Uso runs down, pulls Dom off the apron. He beats Dom up around the ringside area. JD comes out of nowhere to attack Jay. So Dom and Jay attack as Cody runs down. And hits JD with a suicide dive. So everybody's fighting. This is it's, it's like when Mankind won the title from The Rock. There's like 15 people. It's ringside. exactly right. Yeah. So everybody's fighting. Jay and Cody are just beating the living hell out of Dom. Uh, uh, Finn eats a stunner. Priest then throws Ke- uh, Kevin Owens out of the ring. Sammy hits him with a halluva kick. Mm-hmm. Um, then McDonough hits uh, Sammy with the title as the ref is looking after he hits the halluva kick. And then Priest just kind of rolls over and drapes his arm out over Sammy to get the win. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. JD has been proving himself, but he's gonna. I think it's going to take a little bit more than that. It's going to take – I mean, this just makes up for the chair bit. Mm-hmm. Earlier yeah. in the night, so J- uh, Judgment Day is celebrating. JD hands the May the Bank briefcase to Priest. Um, Cody and Jay run back down to the ringside area and start beating up Judgment Day. Owens and Sammy join in the fight. It's just a massive brawl everywhere. And then uh, uh, Dom eats a stunner, and uh, the the faces stand tall to end the show. Yeah, man, very Triple H ending right there. It really is. Um, really good stuff, though. I, I really enjoyed Raw, man. I thought it was awesome. It was a fun show. So let me ask you this before we get to some questions. Uh huh. So for the people who don't who are watching this, you know, you're gonna, whoever's watching this is going to be on demand. I mean, I know Twitch is watching right now, but yeah. uh, but most of the people on YouTube, anyways, are going to watch this on demand. Indeed. I didn't have the juice today at basketball. Uh huh. Clearly, clearly, my internet issues. No juice. <sighs> You are, see the pattern. Are you losing? Are you losing your winning attitude here? I'm saying, from a matter of practicality, are you pulling out a trivia tonight? Should I? No. I want. I feel like I'm a. I'm cursed today. No, Tomorrow no, I'll be fine. No. Today I'm. And I, well, here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not ditching my winning mentality. I'm a winner. Okay. But if there are other forces the dark forces, the supernatural forces conspiring against me. There's little I can do about that. Should I abstain? Steve, who's in control? Who, who's in control of Steve? Uh, who's the boss of Steve? Probably me. Yes. You you're know. the boss of Steve. Not me. Some, okay. Me. Not some, yes. some, some supernatural force, not superstition. None of that. But, but look at what they're doing right now. The no, internet, they're not doing anything. My shot. It's like a kidneys. series of I was events. Missing kidneys. I couldn't even win games of 21. Oh my god! I couldn't even win the goof games. Yeah, I couldn't hit free throws. Yep, that's like my shit. Yeah, because you're tired, right? You're tired legs. So you're witnessing it as a strategy. Doesn't it make more sense for me to sit out tribute? No, you come and you witness my greatness in person. How about that? And okay. I lead us to victory. You lead. You're going to lead us then. Sure. Okay, man. 
All right. If you Dave. got no juice, I must have all of it. Okay. That balances things out, no? Hey, as long, look, man, as long as you take over as main <laughs> character today, you know, we need the main character to win, okay? All right, fine. I'll be an NPC today, all right? Secondary character. Study up on your presence. Oh, dude, got it. Lincoln, Study Johnson, presence. Grant, Grant, Hayes, Garfield, Chester A. Arthur. Uh, then I get lost. Anyways, let's go ahead and answer some questions. All right, let's answer some questions. It's probably Cleveland after that. It is Cleveland. Then some other. Then other, it's Harrison. Then, then it's again. Cleveland. Then it's McKinley. Roosevelt. Then it's Roosevelt. Then it's Taft. Then it's Taft. I think you said then it was Wilson. It's probably Wilson. And then Harding. Then and then Coolidge. Then Hoover. Then FDR. And we know the rest. We know the rest. Okay. There we All go. Right. Oof, boy, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't Look know. Look at that. You struggled a bit. What what happened? I picked you up. That's, I helped you. That's, yeah, I, man, I hope so, man. But you're going to be a wheelbarrow today because I feel like my juice is gone. All right. You know what I need to do? This is what I got to do. I need to get, see, this is what I do when I've got no juice. You know what you do? You give yourself a guaranteed win. You give so yourself an I easy win. Do. Absolutely. Yeah. I just go down to Winco, get some Fritos. That's a win, man. That, that bag of chips is no match for you. <laughs> Oh no, dude! Comments are turned. I got no access to the YouTube comments to the to the question thread because I I, I linked it to the video. <gasps> really? Come on, give me these comments. Hold on, you oh, you look up the Patreon goodness. ones. I Patreon you look up the Patreon. Uh, let's see here. DJ Fluffy says, with Roman not defending every month and even MJF not defending at the next pay per view, do you think it diminishes how important the main title is? No, I think I think you. you should, when you're the, the top champion, it should be a special situation when you wrestle. Okay, so here's the caveat to that. I was going to add, add a caveat as well, but go ahead, because it might be the same thing. If MJF's on the pay-per-view, he should be defending the title. Absolutely. Not the Ring of Honor tag titles. That should happen on Dynamite. Yeah, that's the one, like, you're you're making your champion look like an asshole, by having him defend the Ring of Honor tag titles and not the main title. I'm sorry, but that's kind of not. That's kind of boo-boo. Yeah, it is kind of poop. Uh, Cursed Hawk here says, for someone who is supposed to be being built back up to be the one to dethrone Roman, why is Cody in the last few months only had one one-on-one uh, uh, one match with Dom and has to be a side piece in another story? Cody's the straw that stirs the drink on Raw. Cody's the main character. What are you yeah. guys talking about? Cody's the main character, absolutely. Oh yeah, thousand percent. Um, come on, give me some. I can't believe that they, man. Well, this is a great question here from B Man. If you were given the choice of day and name, what day would you have chosen for Raw and what you named it instead? Like as an inception or the new TV deal? What was the uh, at its inception? What was the, oh, the did, gritty did, something like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So on Bruce Pritchard's podcast. The original name for Raw was going to be something really stupid. Yeah. It was like low down, gritty, gritty low down, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It was, I can't so remember, but it was like it was it was long. Yeah. Like right now, if they want to move it off Monday, put it on Tuesdays. Otherwise, just keep it on Mondays. I don't really care about Raw, whether it moves Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. I want Smackdown off of Friday. That's what yeah, I, want. I agree. I want That's Thursday night. Smackdown. One priority. Yeah, I agree. That's number one priority. Yeah. I agree. 
I agree. I don't want, I don't want this weekend wrestling because that means I got to spend four to six hours watching wrestling on my weekend. That's mm, my time. Yeah. That's Larson's time. That's Larson's time. That's my time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I got to sit there on a Sunday, turn on SmackDown, and then collision after it. It's like, no. Come on, oh, man. I, do I don't want to have to work. Take I'm notes. Well, join a bowling league on Sundays. That's I know. I That'd be rad. That would be awesome. You know. Anyways, I don't have any questions. Do you have any more questions over there? Yeah, we got some more here. <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, Mr. Coffee here says, what does we are in the third inning means? I'm not versed in baseball lingo. What does Cody mean by that? He sounds like an evil mastermind. So Paul Heyman, after WrestleMania, was asked about the Bloodline story and said, but as far as like how much more legs the story has, and he said, oh, we're only in the third inning. So in baseball, in a regulation baseball game, there's nine innings. Correct. So being in the third inning means they're only in the first third of the story. It's as if like the first act is done and you exactly. still have two acts left to do. Exactly. You know? So Cody's saying we're not in the third inning anymore means the story has progressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. it means. Why are you yeah. wet, dog? You are all wet. Yeah. Did you get a bath? I, took, I went for a swim, Dad. Maybe. Got a bath, maybe. Um... Disc Golfing Goon says, with Carmelo teasing an alliance with Lashley, do you think he'll lose his title to Ilya and then debut the following week on SmackDown? Thanks. No. He and Trick should help Lashley while Melo's still NXT champ. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that that would be awesome if they were part of Lashley's faction and still doing stuff in NXT. Exactly. On the other hand, do you think that like Trick is trying to establish himself as the, as a dude? Like... You don't want to see him establish himself a little bit more. Well, here's the thing. They can be yeah. a, a cohesive unit on main roster all the while. Yeah. Trick is still trying to establish himself, have his okay. own singles career in NXT. Fair enough. Fair enough. I you like can it. have it both ways, I think. All right. So what's the easy win you're going to give yourself today, Steve? This is a question from Larson. What's the easy win you're going to give yourself? Honestly, dude, like I what I should do, what I really should do is go to my room. Turn off all the lights, take a nap. Mm, a Theoretically, that might reset my day. Could. Yeah, because I feel like the sleep resets the day. So maybe that's a possibility. But, you know, if I want to guarantee, look, I'll go to Winco, get some Fritos, some hot dogs, uh, and then. You're you know, guaranteed yourself a nap at that point, man. Maybe even like a, a fudge, like a double fudge round, and then take a nap. <laughs> I mean, that's winning all day right there. You know what I mean? So I think I think that that might be the deal right there. Because my God damn it. What a loss of a day so far. Man, you're like, like, oh, I'm happy happy for my friend who won the basketball. But then you're taking it hard. No, 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 I'm not. I am not emotional about it. I, I, I legitimately, to see you be happy... No, I'm, it's not, something you're that not I emotionally devastated by losing at basketball. You're taking it hard, as in it's a sign from the universe that this day is. If it wasn't the inter- if the internet didn't shit out on me, I would be like, I'd be like, I'm, I'm, I'm peacocking the rest of the day. I'm like, nobody's gonna stop me now. Yeah, like I took, I took my loss at basketball, but I'm, I'm forging forward. But then the, I can't control the internet. The internet went down. Exactly, you can't control the internet. So the. Don't worry about that. That tells can't control. me, bro, that there Don't are there's no extra forces. There's no forces, forces that conspiring against you. No, dude, I'm gonna get stabbed tonight at trivia if I don't reset this day. 
<laughs> like some bikers going to come in and I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to go grab a beer. And then I'm going to end up stabbed in like round three. Well, wait till after trivia is over, at least, because we need your presidential knowledge. I don't have I don't have the ability to. to I, it's out of my hands. If you sit at our table until yeah. trivia is over and don't leave. The odds of you getting shivved by someone at a biker gang are pretty minimal. Yes? I know, but then who's going to go? Like, Lacey's going to go get the beer, and then a biker's going to slap her on the behind, and I'm going to have to get up, and then I'm going to get stabbed in the face. You know? Hey, man, don't do that to my... <laughs> <laughs> ah, my face! Like that, huh? my face. Yeah, dang, right there. <laughs> Damn it. Well, you got some decisions to make, it sounds like. And then I'll be like, this is your pro- this is your fault, Lars, and you did this. And it's like, no, you just you blame the universe, not I. Yeah, but you don't want to tell me to go. Dope says getting stabbed at bingo is nuts. Listen, dope. This is an intellectual pursuit. Like winning trivia is essentially kind of like getting a PhD in total unified knowledge. Or a, a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> <laughs> no. If you were on the stay in school long enough and pay for two, you know, you get a, anybody get a PhD. So even though technically speaking, from a technological standpoint, this episode was a complete disaster. I was more worried that like, you know, earlier I was like, man, I need to play it safe today. Don't say anything that'll get me canceled. That's, 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 you know, so I guess in that regards, so win. far this episode is a win. Win. So on that note, we should probably just close it down. Sure. Before you know, my unfiltered face says something very All right, rude. goodbye, everybody. We'll uh, we'll talk to you all later. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.